Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. Hey, what's good, everybody? Today is Saturday, February 25th, 2023. This is episode number 205 of Chat with Chapo. Good day, everybody. Hope everybody is having a wonderful Saturday morning, doing things that you are likely to enjoy, although that's not always possible. I mean, at the very least, you need to try to make the best of it. Um, today's episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about FUD here in a few minutes as it relates to a couple Arbitrum projects and letting you know that tomorrow's episode definitely will be a, a re repost from one of the earlier episodes and most likely Monday as well as tomorrow is my mom's viewing and the next day is a funeral and I would unlikely to get to my broadcasting station to be able to do any recording on those days so just an FYI that um, I'll be put, bringing up some of the older episodes that I think are worth uh, value today uh, but before we get into talking a little bit about FUD and and as it relates to some of the Arbitrum projects and just in general, you know, FUD and how that relates to your investment strategy, if you are so inclined to get involved in crypto trading, which, you know, can be fun and it can be frustrating and it could be maddening and saddening and, but it also can be full of winning and joy. So let's look at the prices, you know, Bitcoin and crypto prices continue a, a bit of a, a tailspin as kind of was expected if we could not fully break through that 25k range that seems to be and it has continued to be that major level of resistance for bitcoin and for the most part whatever bitcoin does the other cryptos do i mean there's some variation but they are they are connected nonetheless quite um, obviously I'm going to go ahead and pull up the year chart here just to talk about that 24, 25,000 range. So, you know, we have stayed under 25K for quite some time. The last time we were above it was way back in June of last year. And we dropped down and we had the really really low lows where things were bad in november we dropped down to 15 the high 15s and then we had this beautiful little rally that started in january and a lot of people were starting to get pretty bullish if you listen to my previous episodes as we start to go into this mini rally i was pretty suspicious of what the market was going to do and then i was like no this is no good then i was like well maybe we have something then maybe we don't and then i said embrace the pump and then it's been I and mean, this is crypto this that's the way it goes and anybody says they know what pr price action is going to do in crypto don't don't listen to them 
you know, it's okay if someone says a general idea of what they think might happen, but that's just their own opinion. You know, some people are better at predicting than others, but the, the bottom line is there's too many variables to know. And I think the consensus has started to build that the rally that we had has lost significant steam. That doesn't mean that we're going to crash all the way down to 10 or 12 K, but it's certainly possible that we could do that. You know, I think that my personal opinion is, you know, we might test this 25 K again and then probably get rejected. Although we can go certainly go above it. And then, you know, I think we're going to just kind of find a comfortable range in the low twenties, you know, maybe we'll see a couple 19s and that's going to be in my estimation, it's going to kind of stay that way for a little while. We might get, if we get a rally, it it will be one that maybe touches 30,000 potentially, but to break through 30,000 would be pretty impressive. The last time we were above 30,000 and we weren't falling in other words we were ranging in that area which which would have been in may of last year and you know we dumped down in may and then we dumped down again in june and we we crabbed for a long time and then we dumped a little bit more and then we had this rally so i think we're too far out from the having in in a general sense to have much of a big run i don't think all-time highs are even in the realm of possibility Once again, I'm always happy to be wrong on such things. Ethereum is trading down to 1596 as Bitcoin's at 2317. BNB back down to that 300 range. Uh, XRP at 37. Cardano slips to 36. Polygon down to 125. Doge at 8. Solana, this is an interesting one. Solana's at 2229. I saw that Solana has not been down at least periodically recently. And I saw something on crypto Twitter that mentioned that someone was hard forking. They were hard forking Solana. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just one random thing. We'll see how that develops anyway, but the price action doesn't seem too terrible at 2229. Polkadot is 657. Litecoin's been doing some work trading at 91.71, Avalanche under $20 again at 18.13. And most of the tokens, as we scroll down the list, is red. Aptos finally dropping back down to 12.28. I do think that's going to end up under $10 soon, in my opinion. Near Protocol continues to slide down to 2.28. You get the general theme of what's going down that would the prices seem to all start to slide phantom down to 45 cents and the beautiful thing with this in my opinion is i think there were quite a few people that were worried about you know missing out on the pump or maybe even the bull run and maybe people hopped in when eh, maybe they shouldn't have the good thing is those prices are coming going to come back down i think at least in the short term that that's that's the way i'm playing it you know even grail which i'm going to talk about here in a second that one has dipped quite a bit you know that was up to over three thousand dollars for a while now it's at 17 
$100, which is still pretty good. It's more than Ethereum, but I think that one is going to continue to slide, and I'll talk about that here momentarily. Optimism down 14% at $2.75. This one, WeMix, where in the world did WeMix come from? I don't know how some of these pop up, and I've never heard of them. WeMix. I'm checking this out. Rank market cap 82. We're going to get this. Uh, the total supply is almost a billion. I don't even know what this token is. Hmm. Well, I, maybe something for me to research on that. Sorry, I got a little distracted because I've never seen that one before. And Osmosis at 97. What else we have? Uh, yeah, there's really not... If you're looking at trending coins, uh, Collab Land, which just recently released. I don't know. There was an airdrop with that. I didn't even really bother checking into it. It probably should have. It was trading at $0.07. Cents. Uh, Blur down to $0.84. Cents. I'm still not a big fan of Blur. Velodrome down a little bit to $0.17. Cents. Hot Protocol jumps up. It's up on almost 100%, trading at $0.22. Cents. So let's go ahead and talk about FUD. So FUD in the crypto world, if you don't know what it is, is simply the, the letters fear, under, uh, uncertainty, and doubt, right? And when you FUD a project or when people are FUDing projects, they may be, there's maybe some news being spread that's not necessarily true. And people act on this and in a sense that they sell the tokens because they they fear something is going to go wrong. Sometimes FUD turns out to be true. Sometimes FUD is just FUD. People, you know, talking bad about a project and bring, maybe bringing up things that aren't really that big of a deal. And maybe they aren't, you know, an example of FUD that was true was when the Terra Luna collapsed. There were plenty of people saying early on that this is a, a an unsustainable Ponzi. And it's going to go to zero. And it did. It went down significantly. And it somehow has pulled itself up a little bit. But still, I mean, it was $120, $140 at one point. Now it's point zero 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 something. Yeah. A lot of people got wrecked. A lot of people got wrecked. So there has been some FUD about Grail, which I own Grail in the Arbitrum ecosystem, and they've had Launchpad proje projects, and I have participated in two of them. One was Trove, and the other one was FactorDAO. I really, for the most part, have been most bullish on FactorDAO, and I'm, I was surprised that Trove actually raised more money than FactorDAO, which I did not expect that. You know, the Nitro Cartel, which they may be great. I just was not expecting them to pull off a 8,222 wrapped ETH launch, which is just crazy. And then FactorDAO, which has had a ton of momentum. And I think people are fudding, you know, Grail and FactorDAO and Troves. I haven't heard anything about FactorDAO, but basically... Um, I'm not sure exactly what people are are so upset about. One was a hard cap on Trove, which allowed people to buy as much as they wanted. And I think that bothered a lot of people. I really like the fair 
launch of these tokens. And I've talked about it several times. That, and, well, here's what we don't know. I, let me back, take a step back. What we don't know is how much of these tokens were actually given to, you know, angel investors and maybe some BC, whether they're actually BC. Anyways, before the fair launch, that's where I think maybe some people are a little concerned. So if you're, if you sell a big chunk of it at a, at an extremely low valuation or price for per token, and then you fair launch the rest of them, you know, the obvious is the people in the, the fair launch air quotes, see my Chris Farley fingers are going to end up with a higher price. Like Trove went up to seven cents. It's, I'm sure it's less than that now. Uh, Grail, when it first launched around 200, it did drop down into the 100, upper 100s. But then, of course, it went beautiful run up to 32 or $3,300. And it's, you know, dropped back down significantly down to 1700. I'm just holding mine and earning the protocol fees. We'll see what happens. You know, I thought about taking them out before when they were at 3000. I almost did. But the way Grail is set up is. You can get your tokens out as you're staking them, but you have to vest them for a certain period of time. So if you do a 15-day vesting period, you're not getting your whole grail when you get out, which I'm sure a lot of people don't like that. But, I mean, it does prevent people from dumping. And if you don't like that, then, you know, you may want to stay away from it. So I think if you do only a 15-day vest, you only get half of your grail. If you want your full grail, then you have to do a six-month vesting to remove it. And mine right now, I'm just chilling, capturing some protocol fees because when I'm going to go to the X, my X grail link here, because when you do that, it's loading. Oh, I lost my page. It's not showing up. Oh, probably because I haven't connected my wallet. That's a problem. Sorry about that. Let's see. I don't even know. I'm pretty sure the last time I checked, unless they updated this, then when you are earning your Grail, then you're also earning X Grail and USDC. Maybe I'm gonna go to that right here. Uh, yeah. So you earn ETH, USDC, and then Grail as well. Not very much, but there is a little bit that you can claim. Typically, with my Grail, I have claimed it and then just staked it because you're getting 35% APY on your grail. And I, I believe in the protocol. So I'm just going to let them hang out there. What I'm, what I need to check on now is the factor DAO launch. It has ended and I believe I can collect my tokens. We'll try. E yes, I think so. So that the the final price was seventy five cents for this, and, and right now for great or for Factor Dow, they raised almost eight million. The circulated market cap is thirteen million, and the fully dil diluted valuation is seventy five million dollars. So I can claim. I don't know when I can claim soon. Oh, they are, they are actually claimable right now, but I don't know why the claim button is not connecting for me. I'll have to check into that. So 
I guess in the, in the general sense, when you're dealing with FUD, just do your research, get into the discord to see what people are talking about on Twitter, find out what people are fudding about, what are their complaints, and then do your due diligent research, finding threads. Typically what I do is I find the thread that people are saying FUD, and then I just read the comments to see what people are saying and then try to formulate my own opinion. I'm not too concerned about Grail, although maybe a lot of people are. Maybe I'm making a mistake here. I'm not sure. I still think that Grail, FactorDAO, and Trove had a really high potential for good returns. And that's the way I'm playing it. And I'm not paying too much attention to the FUD. Hopefully, you know, in a week or two, I won't come back and say, well, I should have paid more attention to it. So anyway, that's been a quick episode on a little bit of FUD and, and just circling back on Grail, FactorDAO, and Trove. As always, do your own research. This is not financial advice. Um, until tomorrow, like I said, will be a repost. Just don't know what I'm going to repost yet. Be in the present moment. Be in the here and now. And go see your parents. Call them on the phone if you can't go see them. Just check in on them. You know, I think it's important. You know, I, I don't regret the time that I spent with my mom during her last few days. And over the last few years, it's been tough seeing her. And, you know, the bench has taken hold and, she didn't really remember my name at the end. So, I mean, it was a challenge, but I'll always know that I was right by her side until the very end. So until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. Have a great day. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.